what made them undertake this study? Um, in, in some ways, because uh, the dynamic is changing so much for news organizations and how they cover the community visually, uh, there are fewer photojournalists on the street than there were two years ago, certainly five years ago. We've seen a decline in full-time positions for photographers. And uh, the NPPA had some concerns about that, especially with recent changes at the Chicago Sun-Times, for example, where they laid off their entire photo staff on one day. Um, we wanted to see if there were some uh, qualitative ideas that people had about photographs in the media. And this is the day and age when everything is shared instantaneously. Um, you know, everyone is a publisher, basically, because they can publish on Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. Um, so NPPA said, let's see if we can get a, a sense of what people think is worth publishing. What was the most unexpected thing you found from the study? I think that it was um, the fact that although I did a, a pretty intensive search over a three-month period in 2014 to look for user-generated images, I was surprised by the lack of quality in a lot of those images and the lack of quality in the captioning in a lot of those images in mainstream newspapers um, of all sizes. Um, and it wasn't a, a scientific study of every single photo that was published, but it was a pretty thorough search over a three-month period. And I was, dis I was really disappointed in the quality of what I was seeing. Um, I was trying to compare a pool of photographs published uh, by professional full-time photojournalists to what people were contributing to news organizations. And so I had to gather these images. So I was kind of um, surprised at the difference in quality. What was the most important thing you discovered in that survey about audience perceptions of photography? I found that um, people uh, in the study, 52 people gathered um, at the University of Minnesota, had a, a pretty large vocabulary when they were talking about the quality of images. They were pretty articulate about um, what made a good photograph, and it related to and these are people in the mainstream. They were not journalists at all. Uh, there's a cement worker, an airline uh, a flight attendant, several uh, you know, homemakers, a few students. Um, people were able to articulate the qualities. And they spent more time with the professional images in the eye tracking part of the study than they did with the images that had been submitted by users. Um, and also the captions made quite a difference in the context that people were able to get from uh, looking at the images. So I think the captions, uh, that finding is probably the one that we can act on most uh, to improve the quality of captions regardless of where the photographs come from. You mentioned the eye tracking. Can you describe exactly how that works? Sure, there's a small device, um, and there are many different ways to track uh, the eye movements of somebody looking at uh, material. This is a small camera that is mounted under a computer screen that tracks uh, the position of the eye of the person looking at the screen. 
with a small infrared camera. It's invisible to the eye. Um, but it creates, the device actually creates a small video that shows um, the track of the eye on whatever the screen is. And so we were able to annotate every last thing that, the, that a person's eye looked at um, during the course of the study. And what did people look at the most? Um, they looked initially at faces, and that proves that, that supports some of our other findings, that people are drawn to faces first in a photograph. They were very interested in interactions between people, real people doing things in real time, not as interested in posed photographs where somebody is you know, staring at the camera, um, but they're, they're interested in the moment and interactions between people. What do you think, in analyzing your findings, is the major difference between pro photographs taken by professionals and sort of amateur photographs just taken as user contributions? That's a really good question. And I think that um, just as any journalist is trained to hone in on the story, um, a, a trained photojournalist, somebody who has an intuitive idea for the community, and what's happening, they'll look for um, storytelling images. It might be a breaking news event. It might also be um, something that's thematic or you know a change in the community. And they're able to, to capture moments that tell a story. Um, I do think that the captioning part of this is pretty crucial. And so being able to develop context that doesn't just restate what someone can see in the photograph, but that adds depth to the story, I think that's crucial, and that's journalism. And finally, what do you consider the most important finding overall of the study? I think, again, the thing that, you can, that we can all act on is trying to take whatever photographs or make a story worth telling, and it could come from absolutely any source, but give it uh, the presentation and the description and the context of written captions that really say why the story is important. And it's the, the marriage of those two things, image and words, that is crucial. Thank you so much, Sarah Quinn. You're welcome.